Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. This interview is part of a special collaboration with The Peak Magazine's Next Gen Leader Series. This is Influence. I'm Michelle Martin, and today we enter the world of venture capitalism and meet a 29 year old who wants to save the maritime industry. He is co founder and general partner of Motion Ventures, that's a $30 million consortium driven venture capital fund that makes strategic investments and offers support to early stage startups who are tackling challenges in the maritime value chain. He's an engineer by training and at 29 is co-founder and general partner of Motion Ventures. In Influence, where we meet movers and shakers, today we meet Sean Hahn. After moving to Singapore from the UK about five years ago, he couldn't find an engineering role that was challenging enough to hold his interest. And so he turned to his alumni network and discovered venture capitalism. So what are the synergies between an engineering mindset and success in the VC world? How do you even break into the VC world? And what does he think is the secret sauce to convincing investors to pop money into what could be the next big thing? Let's find out with Sean Hahn, General Partner, Motion Ventures. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came back to Singapore from the UK about five years ago. Uh, that's, that's a really great place to start. Um, so uh, a little bit about myself. So I came to Singapore really because um, I was looking for uh, somewhere with a high growth rate, right? So I was, I was working in a job in, obviously, in the UK. And as the country, as the UK was going through Brexit and various different uh, political climate at that point, I was looking for a country or regions where there was a lot of growth. And Singapore being a hotbed for startups, Uh, in terms of talent and also capital, became really attractive and came on my radar. Are you originally from the UK? No, I'm from Malaysia. Okay. So Malaysia, the UK, and then Singapore. So how did this alumni network uh, become the stepping stone for your entry to venture capitalism? So I think I started out with a hypothesis of what was interesting to me. And venture capitalism was on that hypothesis, right? I thought it was really interesting for me to try and make technological impact through venture capital by directing capital in that way. And by tapping onto my alumni network, I was able to really speak to more VCs in, in the region and really understand what different firms were offering and how they were differentiated and also try to pick the ones that sort of align with my sort of interests, which were more engineering and deep tech focused at that point. So how do you get to solving problems in the maritime chain? Uh, that, that's a great question. It really all starts from a problem-driven, right? So a lot of our investors and a lot of the corporate network in, in, that I speak to mm-hmm. do actually want more exposure into startup innovations to stay competitive. And that's not always easy when there's a whole market of them. I'm talking about thousands of startups here. So Motion Venture became that sort of bridge uh, between the corporate world and also the startups, try and facilitate better sort of working uh, arrangement because for a lot of these startups in the maritime space, the clients and users are also the corporate investors. So Motion Ventures is a venture partner for MPA, the Maritime Import Authority of Singapore, and NUS Enterprises Peer 71 program. Uh, it, your anchor investors also includes a 160-year-old global maritime conglomerate that serves more than 50% of the world's merchant fleet and a company that is 140 years old and is one of the largest port logistics operators in Europe. My question is, what sort of um, access do you offer startups 
So one of the one of the I think largest issues founders face in the business to business world is uh, they have to deal with a really long sales cycle, um, and that could be for a suite of reasons. However, my hypothesis here is that the, the earlier that they they as in the startup founders and also the corporate have these conversations on, um, the the better and better these, the founders can iterate the product to match what's needed by the corporate solutions. So effectively trying to short circuit that sort of product market fit. Got it. Let's learn a little bit more about you, Sean. Motion Ventures wasn't your first venture in the VC world. Can you tell us a little bit more about the milestones to it? It really comes from uh, starting, starting out with the problem statement, right? So understanding that this is a, a need from our corporate investors. Mm-hmm. And at that point, they weren't investors yet. And understanding what sort of structure in Motion Ventures would make sense to them. Do they want to be a single entity uh, VC arm or do they want a consortium-based approach? And I think one of the largest milestones really is when a few of them really wanted to come together mm-hmm. to work together to collaborate uh, and sort of solve industry problem as a team as opposed to in silos. Got it. Got it. Um, what sort of um, areas are your investors looking at? What could be the next big thing when we think about the maritime chain? Oh, there's a few that's off the top of my head. So I think number one is the operability. And the maritime industry has just been mining data uh, for, for a really long time now. But a lot of these data sit in silos in these corporate, uh, corporate themselves. Right. So interoperability and integration of data across various segments and various players will become really important moving forward. And I think that's one of the examples I can think of off the top of my head. All right. Now tell us, uh, take us into the mindset um, that you bring to this world. Are there parallels that you can draw from your experiences in engineering and venture capitalism? Yeah. So one of the parallels in engineering and venture capitalism, in my opinion, is building. So in engineering, I build technical solutions for electric vehicles. In venture capital, I build business solutions for the investors and also founders I work with. And one of the pressing problems that we're trying to solve here is uh, going back to the long sales cycle in a business-business environment. And we're continuously, we, in this case, Motion Venture, is continuously building ways to short-circuit that long sales cycle process. Uh, the way we do it now is through a corporate consortium approach where we've created to give founders access to decision makers to refine their products and be shorten that sales cycle as a, as a consequence. All right. And for listeners uh, curious, what kind of firms are you looking to support? Motion Ventures is now almost a year, still pretty young. What are you looking at? <laughs> uh, yes, we are. We are a year old. Um, one of the ones I'm most excited about is Greywing, uh, where we co-invested alongside the world-renowned Y Combinator and also Flexport, the first maritime unicorn backed by SoftBank. So Greywing helps automate the crew changing process for ship managers. Uh, ship managers no longer have to manually figure out if an Indian national crew can upboard in Philippines or if a Malaysian national crew can upboard in the Netherlands, which is a complex task uh, given the different restrictions from each country because of it. Um, so growing has facilitated more than 20,000 crew changes last year, and it really speaks volume to the demand uh, for these sort of solutions the industry needs. In your video interview uh, with The Peak magazine, you talked about how you think that the world needs more entrepreneurs because they help solve problems. And you think, you know, what the world could do with is less gatekeeping. Can you expand on that? So I think the world needs more entrepreneurs, uh, first of all. And the world, I think 
I think there's a lot of these mindset where regular users or citizens or, or people put uh, either venture capital or uh, amazing entrepreneurs like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. on, on a pedestal. And yeah. rightly so. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that they shouldn't try because I think talent comes from all, all, all over the world, from Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia. Mm-hmm. We've seen so many great uh, sort of innovation come up these days. So I think that that sort of is an encouragement to others and also myself that it's okay to try. It's okay to give it a shot and see how where things go, really. Let's get your views on the VC scene as a whole. Are there sort of companies or industries that you think are currently untapped by VCs, perhaps in the region? Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit biased here. And uh, I'm going to say it's the supply chain space where maritime is the backbone. Um, and here's the thing. I think the maritime space is like a time machine. Mm-hmm. where it's a few decades behind our 21st century consumer life. Uh, and that's a good thing because that means the pathway forward to bridge that gap is clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe we'll see a lot more of what we experience in the consumer world propagate into the business-to-business world in this space. So anything from on-demand fulfillment like Grab that we're used to to unlimited options or almost unlimited option packages like Netflix, right? Um, and then going back to uh, data interoperability would be one of them. Workflow automation is one of them like what Graving is doing. Fascinating. Is the VC sector itself being disrupted? Uh, that's an astute observation. I, I think over the recent last couple of years, we're seeing more different kinds of fund structures. Uh, mm-hmm. And one of it is like a rolling fund, uh, which allows for investors to invest into funds quarterly, like a subscription service, as opposed to a traditional 10-year fund. Um, and I think that's on the fund structure side. And on the operational side, I think there are a lot of innovation that makes our work easier as VCs. Um, workflow integration software that can collate our emails and calendars into a common dashboard to ensure that there's visibility in, in the work across the team. I think that's one of, one of the many. Um, so all in all, I think there's a lot of changes uh, slowly but surely. Take us into your decision-making process. Um, what do you think is the secret sauce to in convincing investors to go with what you think could be the next big thing? That that is uh, that is definitely a secret sauce, Michelle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think a lot of it comes from conviction, right? Uh, <laughs> is there a conviction in what we're trying to do here, mm-hmm. and does that sort of conviction aligns with the various stakeholders? Um, and so, in, in my case, I think the conviction here is the hypothesis that to win and for the maritime industry to progress forward. Uh, Stakeholders have to work together. And I think on, on a high level, all my stakeholders buy that. And then it's really coming down to on the operational nuance side, how do we make sure that uh, everyone is looked after in, the, in these sort of scenario? So that's, that's kind of what I think about uh, uh, getting backers and uh, getting people to come on board with me. Interesting. We know we have a lot of millennials listening in. So what do you say to the would-be listener and engineer in training? Uh, how does one break into the VC world? Yeah, um, I think the best advice I can think of and give at the moment is think of yourself as a product and that you're continuously trying to find product market fit. And fit in this case is what the VCs are looking for and understanding what they want and keep iterating yourself. And so for young engineers uh, that are looking to break in, I think the easiest one would be to understand how to find good deals and good, uh, good startups that can be invested into and being able to articulate that succinctly on why an investment should be made. And I think that would help a lot. 
All right, let's get your perspective, the VC perspective of SPACs. So there's some uh, co-founders that are very ambivalent about SPACs and the trade-offs involved and the economics behind it all and the very structure of SPACs itself. So this year, we're seeing Singapore's first SPAC listings getting underway. What are your thoughts on that route of fundraising? I think, I think first of all, that's a major milestone for Singapore. Amazing job. And second of all, I probably have to caveat that I deal a lot with the earlier stages and SPAC is a really late stage uh, instrument. Mm -hmm. But my two immediate thoughts are, number one, I think it's a great way to democratize access to retail investors to be able to participate alongside institutional investors. Uh, Number two, I think it's a great option to offer more liquidity to the private market to list. So I think all in all, it's an amazing thing. All right. Well, great meeting you and great speaking with you, Sean. Thanks for being with us here on Influence. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Sean Hahn, General Partner at Motion Ventures. This interview is part of a special collaboration with The Peak Magazine's Next Gen Leader Series. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.